Billy D here with another exciting pre-cal jam podcast sponsored by our great friends over at Vox Life. Jay Dollywall stepped up the plate big time this year to help us support our mission to change the direction of this planet. Today we got a very, very special guest, my really good friend Kevin Jackson. Looks like you're in your house, man. Yeah, man. This is my uh, crib here. I love cribs, dude. And you and I hit it off really, really amazing. Just, I mean, ever since I've known you, you've just been, I, I want to call you like a gentle giant, which is a good, I like to have a little bit of a balance in my lineup at Cal Jam. Well, thank you. Gentle's good. I yeah, like gentle. great. Quiet, laid back. Right. But you're taking yeah. care of a lot of people, which is, you know, what a lot of us want to emulate. And it's what we need to do to change the direction things are headed so, I, I, I agree I mean I mean just yesterday was a, it was a horrible day and I mean I kind of you know I don't want to get into conspiracy theory but most conspiracy theories are true I just look at everything as being kind of a false flag pushing the agenda in certain directions so what we need to do is we need to get people out of their stupor and get them get them to wake up to reality because man it's not going to affect me and you as much as it's going to affect these kids that are going to you know, inherit a world from us. So it's our job as chiropractors to reconnect people to their source, remove the interference, allow them to express, but also to think and critically think about the direction that things are headed. So, I mean, I don't mean to drop that on you right now, but it's just kind of um, heavy on my heart what's going on on the planet right it's, now. It's the truth, man. So many people are just disconnected from God, disconnected in their brain. Um, it manifests in all kinds of different ways, dysfunction, um, killings, um, it's just sad, you know, and, uh, you know, you hate to theorize that there is some type of mental illness, I don't know the guy in Las Vegas, don't know anything about him, have no right to comment at it at right, this point. Right, and I don't but, either, but... Yeah, he's just definitely not connected to God in some way. Well, I mean, yeah. I think you could go a step deeper, and this is for all my conspiracy theory friends. I don't even think that's the real story, to be honest with you. I think there were probably multiple shooters, just like a lot of the other false flags that we see. Yeah. And I think he was just a Ponzi to be used to push a gun control agenda, which is being pushed by higher up, because they know that this country is the really last big resistance to the machine and, and they want to demilitarize the biggest army on the planet which happens to be the United States of America and yeah. you'll have the whole left wing group pushing for more and more gun control that's all this is really about and it's sad that we have to use human lives to push the agenda but they don't care about human lives they care about control and I won't go any deeper than that for right now. But I think our job is really to bring clarity to people and get them to think and see. I think a lot of people are just numb from drugs, from uh, lack of uh, mental stimulation, uh, from TV sets and a lot of other things. I think it's food. I think it's your water. I think people are vibrating at a lower level. And one of the big things is human posture is being destroyed at the same time, which decreases expression of innate and clarity of thought and just we need to wake people up and again I you know it was just a big day for me yesterday as far as uh, it was a heavy day I, mean, I haven't heard what's up with Tom Petty lately but I was thinking yeah. to myself too who was the dude's chiropractor I mean you know it's right. just, it's just sad we lose people that young so 
So how did you... How, now tell me your little... So I don't know your story. I mean, so I, I know you've had a huge practice for a long time. I've always heard about it. But how did you originally get into chiropractic? Well, um, what happened... I'm from Canada originally. And um, I was in high school and I was working at a gas station. Anyways, I had a cold that wouldn't go away. And uh, so I went to my family doctor, and this is no criticism against family doctors. No, but I ended no, up no, I know. Some, it's just they don't yeah. think the same way as us, bro. Exactly, right. exactly. So I ended up on some antibiotics. I had an antibiotic reaction, ended up in the hospital, got out of the hospital, was sickly for weeks after that, and uh, it was my dad's chiropractor who invited me in to get adjusted. He said, if this, bring this kid in. If he gets adjusted, he's going to do better. He's going to thrive better. He's going to adapt better. Um, I don't know if he used exactly those terms. But uh, anyways, we started visiting the chiropractor, and I really made a big difference. And uh, in my life, in my uh, sports performance, in my ability to, to function at school. So it became something very important to me. Um, I played rugby. I ended up getting a scholarship to Life University. And um, it was it was that first day of classes where I met Selena. I didn't really have a good idea of exactly what chiropractic was, <clears throat> but the way things worked out, whether but it was Selena did. Or... Yes, I said Selena had a good idea what chiropractic was about. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <clears throat> well, here's that the deal. That was like a like blessing that. for you to meet her, like right off the bat, huh? First day of classes. Um, she actually. <laughs> She worked in admissions, and I had <clears throat> I had to bring in all my Canadian transcripts. So we started talking. We were going to study together, and that weekend we went to DE. Oh, so man. the very first week, yeah, what a what a stroke of luck for me. I mean, honestly, I went down to the Fountain Blue in Miami, and I got to hear uh, Sigafoos and Sid Williams and all the big DE guys that we're both familiar with. Do you know what year and, that was? Because I'm trying to think if I was there with you. Well, it was at the Fountain Blue, and it would have been in, let me see here, 1989 is when I graduated, four years prior to that. Yeah, I don't uh, think I was there yet. I didn't get there till yeah. like, 1989. The Fountain, where was the Fountain Blue? Was that in Atlanta? That's North Miami. Oh, North Miami. You know, I, I, I went yeah. to one in Miami, but I don't think it was 1985, to be honest. I didn't get the, I didn't see the light till like, probably... The late '80s with DE. Well, so DE you know, really formed like, you then. What's that? DE really, really formed you as a and yeah. I mean, I oh. mean, how could you go through school and then have DE as a support and not be successful? I mean, that's really what I owe most of my success to. Not only oh. that, but Fred Schofield, as far as yeah. helping me get out of my shell a little bit, which I've done quite well, I think. Yeah, 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 very good with that. Well, here's the deal. Um, Sigafus used to say it's it's unprincipled not to see volume and be successful. So, in other words, if you're if you were lacking in your office with new patients, if you're lacking with income, if you're lacking with success, you might not be as principled as you think you are, because the natural progression of being principled, of getting people to understand the principle, is they're going to naturally be under care. They're going to stay under care. They're going to do well under care. And they're going to have their family come under care. And they're going to find such value that they'll pay for it. 
So, so being principled is a very, very important part of being successful. And, you know, here's the deal. The goal of a principal chiropractor is not to see as many people as possible so he can make money, so he can fund his lifestyle. It's actually the opposite of that. It's the idea of serving as many people as possible just for the sake of serving them. And it's such a, such a wonderful way to practice, and hardly anybody knows about it. We have such a strange culture in chiropractic right now. We have a sales culture in chiropractic where we do our dinners, we do our screenings, and we give them a rendition of what chiropractic is and should be and what wellness is, and then we try to have them sign on the dotted line for X amount of visits. And, and even though I'm not critical of that, there's an easier way of just teaching people what the principle is and letting them digest it and then letting them decide how they're going to handle it. And it's and probably just a lot less stress freedom. for the doctor too then. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that's my big thing that I've stumbled upon somehow in life is that I was exposed to DE early. Um, of course, I married Selena. We've been nothing but chiropractic. I have two daughters who are embarking on becoming chiropractors. They know embarking. the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, they're in the process. <laughs> you know, one's, uh, one's still in high school, but she's totally committed. One's just finishing up her bachelor degree. So we're into it, man. Good. And then, so a lot of the principles that you teach, are they stuff that Jim Sigafoost, I usually learn it through Jim? Yeah, a lot of the stuff that I actually teach and understand came exactly. Um, what, what happened was I've known a uh, new Jim for 30 years, Jim Sigafus, and we worked on something called the Higher Grounds together. He had a little seminar uh, project that we did together. But um, it's one thing to understand what the principle is, the above-down, inside-out principle, but it's another thing to acquire the mindset to be able to deliver that principle. And, you know, that's what he was really all about is getting to the point where you're not doing what you're doing out of greed, you know, you're, you're not trying to get people, you know, people right. are just right. naturally coming to you. Right. There's nothing to get, right. you know. Right. I'm not trying to fund a lifestyle so I can put my pictures on Facebook so everybody can see how wonderful I am. Right. Even though I like Facebook and I put lots of pictures on it, the heart has to be right. And uh, you have to get rid of your greed, your lust, your fear, your confusion. And one of the biggest things that Sig would have us do is just go into the woods and get quiet. You know, in your case, you'd go to the ocean and surf. Right. But what you're really doing is you're getting connected with yourself. Right. Right. It's so valuable. And you're getting connected with the universe, I think, as well. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's far far more important than trying to convince someone to close a deal. You know, and I'm all for that. People signing up for care, but. You know, in, in our office, what our goal is, is not to have anybody sign anything up front, not to have any contracts, not to have any um, um, financial manipulation of any sort where if you sign up today, we're going to reduce it by this amount. Right. I just want you to come in to see me because you understand what chiropractic is. Right. No again, I mean, there's, there's a million and one different practice management models out there, and I think people need to select what resonates the most with them. True. I know I know your spirit, I know your energy, and again, I'm probably one of the guys that likes to put people on programs because then they're committed to something that will ultimately change their life because I know a lot of times maybe people, they're motivated in the beginning and you get them out of pain and then they're going to quit, but when they've got something more that they're committed to. So I see both sides of the fence and I mean... I, oh, absolutely. I, I mean, 
I think people are looking for instant gratification in everything in life. They don't want to have to work for anything, including their health. And I know healing is a it's it's a time sense. I mean, healing takes time, bro. And again, I think many times by getting them on a program. And again, I'm not. I don't want to go on. I oh, I, no, no. I I like and, your and model be because, either. Right, right. And again, yeah. that's just your flavor, and that's what's so beautiful yeah. about this profession is that there's not like a one way to do it. But what no. you said is all about your heart and what your desires are. If you're just doing it to sign people up to friggin' support your friggin' bloated lifestyle, uh, then yeah, then that's wrong. But if you're doing it yeah. because you want people committed to a program and it's nothing, it's never, for me, I mean, Jesus, I'm a, I'm a surfer. I don't need that much money. I've never really ever been driven by money, but I've always known that if I provide service for people and I care about people and I ultimately give people back their lives, God's going to take care of me and he always has. It's always been a roof over my head. I've never gone hungry and yeah. you know I've had a blessed life and I'm thankful to God for every day, but I'm also thankful for every day that we still have and I'm yeah. just looking that we've got a big job ahead of us. So tell me if you can give me a little premonition what message you're going to bring to Cal Jam, just a brief one, if you have one yet. I do have one. I do have one. And <laughs> it's a philosophical message. Okay, and good. what I want to do is bring the principle from how I understand it from based on the teachings of Sigafus. Basically, for example, my job as a chiropractor is not to treat your symptoms and conditions. Okay? That's the first philosophical statement. Now, is it wrong if a chiropractor who's listening to this or if I accidentally take care of someone for low back pain? The answer is, of course not. This is our philosophy. But my job is to, to as a chiropractor, is to not to treat that. It's, I can't do anything about your symptoms. Your symptoms are actually your body's attempt to heal itself. So the principle states is, you know, this is this is our mission. It's it's a, it's more of a causation. I don't want to do anything about your symptoms. You know, I'm here to get rid of the interference of the expression of life through your nervous system. And my job is to get your body to the point where it can function as God designed it to function. So we're gonna take and then we're gonna we're gonna take that message and we're gonna slightly place it into a format that's gonna allow the listener to go home on Monday and change how he might deliver things. And, and like I said, the mindset is the big idea for me, the mindset of how you're going to approach these things. And that's what I'm going to try and do is show people exactly what I've done for 26 years. I've never struggled in practice. I mean, after the first week of practice, we were seeing 100 patient visits. And, and I'm not into numbers. Everybody's got right, their certain right, I know, I know, capacity. I know. Right, right. But um, I think if we're going to truly allow um, – or help chiropractic move forward, people need to sort see more people. Of course. I mean, if we took everybody who practices in the United States and they just doubled their practice, we'd make twice the impact on society. Right. So for me, um, my contribution to things is just giving people an easy way to go in on Monday and really make a humongous difference. And I'm going to share what Sigafus taught me, what I've learned from Sid uh, Williams, some of the more eclectic, and uh, and that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, and you only have you you've got like Very. a TED Talk format to do that. And so I've I talked to you about this before, and I know it's, both of us are really busy, but 
I would love to have you just come out and do like a weekend practice management thing where we could kind of break it down and keep it real simple. I mean, basically, because I'd like to learn it myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, hey, what? Once a, once a person learns how to do volume, it's just the easiest thing in the world. You I know. know and I it mean, really is one of those ideas. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those ideas that is so simple, it's ridiculous. Right. I was at a. And, uh, you know, Sig. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was at Dave Jackson's epic thing, and somebody said that from the stage. He goes, Being a chiropractor is really easy. It's just that we get so distracted. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, you know, it's just there's so many things, like especially me with Cal Jam, and you know, my life's got kind of complicated. But I remember when I was just a chiropractor, and it was friggin' a cakewalk, dude. I mean, you, you, it's just oh. you do what you do, you know. And it's like there's no way yeah. people, you're just people are attracted to your energy. Oh, there's no doubt. I call it the Ralph Stevenson effect. You know, when you have so much chiropractic in you that everything you say to a person is something about chiropractic and you don't have to use scripts and you don't have to use education where you can just have meaningful conversations on every visit with a person and you're so in tune with being there and not selling anything you're, you're, you're actually if you're going to sell anything don't sell the actual practice don't sell chiropractic. what? sell the principle of chiropractic right but uh, what's that? I yeah mean, exactly you're exactly. breaking up a little bit but that's okay I'm yeah, gonna, this is kind of funky today. Yeah, it's all right. It's probably just Big Brother again. Let me can I ask you a question because I've asked this question a few times and I'm getting kind of a mixed uh, feeling on this one, and it's just because from my heart, like uh, uh -huh. what I mean, I know where Sigafu stood on a lot of things. I mean, I mean, I've you, you sent me a lot of his stuff. I've, I think I've been reading the books you sent me. Uh, but number one, let's talk about vaccination. Do you feel it's a chiropractor's? I'm not saying responsibility, but do you think that? I mean, I don't even think it's a chiropractic issue. It's not a chiropractic issue, but it's for me, it's a humanitarian issue. And there's a part of me inside yeah. of me that wants to educate people on it because I know there's not going to yeah. be anybody else that does that. Where do you? What is your opinion on that? Oh my gosh. First of all, I'm allergic to antibiotics, and so I am also allergic to vaccines. I remember when I was a kid, I got a shot, and my head blew up about twice the normal size. So to me, I'm very vocal in my office about at least learning about it. You know, I'm not taking like a an anti-stance or uh, well, actually, I do. But what my message is to people is, my gosh, educate yourself. You right. Know? Right. Right. And uh, you know, I don't have much time to talk with people about it. But um, I'll give them resources to talk and look it up, the National Vaccine Information Center. Um, but I, I definitely speak about learning about it and, and learning what each, each ingredient is and making sure that when it comes uh, to their family, a patient's family, make sure that they do their homework. My gosh, you know. Right, right. And I'll, I'll say it to anybody. I have a pediatrician who comes in from the local hospital, and I, I said the same thing. I said, you know, honestly, we just need to do our homework. You know, you can't deny that there's some connection. And he was like, yeah, people need to do their homework. Right. And so, he, you know, in one respect, he's given them. In another respect, he's saying, yeah, okay, yeah, people need to do their homework. So for me, I'm uh, I'm speaking against it. Yeah, and I, I'm very vocal against it, too. I mean, I've kind of gotten to a point right now in California where it's I don't really know what to tell people anymore because the, the machine has 
got to a point where people are pretty much mandated to get the vaccines now and they really can't get out of it unless they have some type of medical exemption, which is going to get harder and harder to get, I can guarantee you that. And then the whole right. homeschool thing will be out the window pretty soon too. Because right. when you understand the ultimate game and the big agenda, it all kind of, everything fits together, whether it's vaccination, it's GMO, it's your water, it's your food, it's your air, every, it's all pushing in the same direction. And I think what chiropractor, I mean, I, I, this is, I mean, I might be just, I mean, I, I love life and I want kids and children on this planet to have the same opportunities that I had, you know. I don't want them mm -hmm. to be handed this shithole planet that none of us gave a shit about because we were all too busy uh, watching football or dancing with stars and being distracted to the things or direction. So it's important for me to get people to be able to think critically. Let me. Can I ask yeah. another question? Yes. Because I was actually surprised about this. I was reading one of the books. What were the two books that you sent me from Sigafoos? One was uh, what? Was, called, one was good. One medicine. was green. What was it? It was. It was a green. I think it was green. Or was it blue? Oh, jeez. I I can't. I can't remember the name of that book. But the other one was good medicine. Yeah, good medicine's a good one. Yeah. They're both great books. Uh, yeah. But I was kind of like blown away that he was actually even talking about nutrition in that book. I mean, I was kind of like, wow. I mean, that was like, you know, because I always consider him one of the ultimate straight chiropractors. But he also verbalized the importance of even lifestyle. I mean, where do you stand on that? <laughs> hey, the deal is this. Uh, Sigfus was definitely into nutrition. He would buy any nutrition, try any nutrition. And um, the super straight people might not want to hear this, but he definitely had nutrition available in his office. Now, here's the deal. It wasn't like he was treating symptom right. A with uh, vitamin A. But he was saying, hey, um, here's a compound that might be helpful for you. You know, like I do the same thing. I don't know. Am I a mixer? You know, oh I take God. this stuff. I <laughs> I take it. I yeah. have it in my office. I mean, do I treat people with it? And the answer is no. no. Do I say that it may enhance the function of their body? And the answer is yes. Right. You know? And so there's a difference between nutritional medicine and someone recommending that, hey, these compounds are, you know, useful and helpful for the body. So the deal is this is I've always had some type of I used to own a nutrition store, actually. Wow. <laughs> I had my chiropractic office and then on the on my property I had two. I had two buildings, and one was a nutrition store. So what happened was I needed the space in a nutrition store. So I took all those compounds that I had in there, and they're just all my favorite things. Like I do proteins. I do, you know, bulletproof coffee. Um, but do I recommend this stuff? Do I say, hey, you need to be on this uh, these particular compounds to treat this condition? It's like no. But the, the deal is this, is let's say someone comes into my office and I'm doing some really high quality upper cervical work on them. And if I gave them a pillow to take home, does that make me a mixer? You know, that I'm, I have this great work that I'm doing and I want to preserve and I said to someone, here, I have this pillow. I don't make any money off pillows. I'm not treating anything with pillows. But so the whole mixer straight thing is is really uh, dissolving our profession quickly, and there's got to be some wiggle room for how we understand this thing. 
And uh, of course, that's that's why I love about CalJam is that you can take a bunch of different types of practitioners and you can bring them together on one platform. I mean, if you take all these people who are chiropractors and they went to all these different schools, they're going to have different ideas. So to Unless hate we're all these different people. people, right? So for a super straight chiropractor to hate someone who went to LACC would be just ridiculous. Are you talking about me? But. You know, <laughs> the, de- the deal is this, is that I don't want to hate my chiropractic brother. No. I mean, when Sigafoos was the biggest mixer on the planet, biggest mixer on the planet, he went to national. So when he went to the original DE, he was met with abundant love. That was the thing that actually got him, is that he was, hey, come on in, let's love you. Come on in, let's share what the principle is. But there's no judgment. Right, right, right. Judgment is it's right. terrible, man. And that's Why? exactly the way I felt when I went to DE. I just felt abundant love there. It wasn't anybody who was making me wrong. You know, and I yeah. I was into nutrition before I I mean that's what really got me into chiropractic was kind of a healthy lifestyle. But I said this yesterday on social media, because I was at the I was at Mother's, which is a health food store right by my house. Yeah. And I, I see this young couple, young, they're probably late 30s, early 40s, and they're talk, talking to one of the clerks there about their mom that had cancer and they were buying all this nutrition. I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, why do people wait till they get sick just before they start doing everything that they need to do? So, I mean, I don't look at chiropractic, you know, as a treatment for anything either. I look at it as it's part of a lifestyle that w- incorporates people eating food. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying nutrition. I'm saying... People need to get back to eating food. Uh, and right. I'm sure there's certain probably idiosyncrasies and diets and things that are going to be unique to specific people that we need to address as well. I think people need yeah. to move and exercise. People need to be happy and grateful and thankful and turn off their TV set. But most of all, exactly. what people don't get is they, they are under tons of stress uh, from a, you know, a sedentary, ergonomically wrong lifestyle that they need chiropractic as well. I mean, every person on the planet, not to treat a condition, not to get rid of their symptoms, but get their innate to express at a higher level. And I think if we can really deliver a message like that, like I'm, at, I'm speaking at the Truth About Cancer this week, and by the time this comes out, that's already happened. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to go on there and say chiropractic treats cancer. What I'm going to say is the body heals cancer, but you need to elevate the expression of that that DNA and that person by making that person as whole as and so connected as possible, you know. And that's our story, in my opinion. I mean, you know, we all have different stories, but it's, I mean, it's kind of like pretty, it's really simple. Oh, I I agree. That is a, that is definitely the mission to take people and put them back into the thinking that their body is capable of healing itself if it's working properly. And there's certain things that you can do to get your body elevated and working properly. And, of course, nutrition is part of it. Now, I'm an expert in chiropractic. That's what my training is, of course. You know, that's what my degree is in. Um, You know, I'm no expert in nutrition, but is it okay to recommend things? Well, I think it is. I think it's very important. When you're you're in small-town America and people look at you as their doctor and you want to be the doctor doctor, you might want to tell them about some high-quality things that they would no chance have any any, um, ability to hear about. And they love it. And and again, I don't think people walk away from my office thinking that, hey, um, he takes, um, 
um, hemp oil. He's treating something with hemp oil. Right, 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 right. right. And and really, you know, we want to be as ourselves. We want to present ourselves as a as a persuasive uh, essay for chiropractic. You know, people always ask, "Well, what do you do, Kevin? How do you stay fit? What is it that you eat?" What supplements do you take? And I always say, this is what I do, and this is this is why I do what I do. And it's never anything but to enhance how your innate is going to operate within you. Right. And I think it's wonderful. Right. And I think if we take that posture, we're doing a great job. Right. You know. And, and yes, I, I think so you hit the nail on the you hit the nail on the head there. You said it. it's like people look up to you as their doctor, and yeah. they see that you're vibrant and healthy and expressing a higher level than the average person mm-hmm. and they want to emulate what you do and, and they need some guidance sometimes i mean again i do i like to do workshops i don't you don't do workshops in your office huh well what I, is, lo- I love to I like, teach i mean that's one of the things i love it yeah I mean, yeah so yeah. that's me well i guess we do do a workshop and i'll tell you what it is and i'm with you on your workshop is our workshop just happens to be and we have the ability to do this because, again, it's not only me. I do all the adjusting, but it's Selena who does six lay lectures a week. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. So in essence, we are doing workshops, and they just happen to be called lay lectures. And she does one on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning, and Monday, Wednesday, and Friday afternoon. Are those all just straight chiropractic seminars, though? Or yeah, what? those yeah. are just 20-minute um, or 15-minute lay lectures. And I saw and that when I visited your group out there on the East Coast uh, – Earlier this the fellowship, year. yeah, the chiropractic fellowship of Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah. So in essence, we are doing those, and um, actually, you know. I think I still have it recorded on my computer. Don't tell anybody though. So it's like. <laughs> she doesn't like anything to be put on the internet. She's oh, I, she told me. I said I'm not putting it anywhere, honey. I just want to listen to it because I mean, if you can learn how to do something faster and better, like 15 minutes is better than an hour any day, you know, because then you can process. Oh yeah. Then I yeah. can go surfing a little. I've been surfing as much lately as I'd like to. I was thinking that on the way in today, too. Yeah. All right. I just want to say how much I love you. And I mean, I wish, you know, there's a. it's a bummer that you're not closer because I know you're a person I could really hang out with, you know. And the thing is, that's one of the beautiful things about the, I mean, I'm saying that because I truly do love you as a person and as, as a Thank chiropractor you. and. I mean, when you were here, we had a good time hanging out, and I'm getting all choked up right now, man. <laughs> uh, but it's just, I, I wish you lived closer so we could hang out more often, and, you know, Selena, and it's just, I'm yeah. excited to have you out for Cal Jam and your family, and it's just, uh, I'll talk to you about some other stuff on the flip side that I'm excited about, and maybe get some guidance from okay. you as well. Uh, we don't have okay. time to do that, because I'm on a call in seven minutes with Stuart Warner, uh, the Warner All right. about some pediatric stuff, but I just want to send you my love and gratitude for you Thank being you. just the amazing human being that you are, and how you really truly love your fellow human and everything that you've contributed to even me and 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 allowing me to kind of see some, a different light, which is taking the stress out of practice. So I'm going to hold you to it. You're going to come out here one weekend, and we're going to do the no stress, high volume practice. How does that sound? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, you didn't ask me who my heroes, or maybe you did, but my heroes in chiropractic, honestly, I'd have to say you're one of my heroes because you stand up for chiropractic and you put together an amazing uh, get-together of 3,000 people or plus. And 
I'm going to make the most concerted effort to bring something usable and substantial for people to go back to their office with on Monday morning and make a difference. I'm going to try to compact everything I've ever learned into 30 minutes that it may inspire people like I was at DE and from Sid Williams and Sigafoos. And I'm going to truly make it something special. And that's what I have to offer. And I'm going to put all my effort into that. So I just want you to know that. And I just want to say how much I love and appreciate you as well. I really do. That's good. All right, bro. So I will see you on the flip side. Okay. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. My good pleasure. Help motivate and drive chiropractors to help more people so that we ultimately can change the planet for the betterment and the future of mankind and our children. Amen. Amen. Love you, man. If you can, I don't know what to tell you, bro. All right. Love you, man. See you on the red road, my friend. All right, bro. Rock and roll. Love you. Love you, too. Okay. Bye-bye. This is the greatest chiropractic event on the planet. First impressions are everything. When you walk in, you see the crowd, you see the stage set up, you hear the band. The camaraderie was incredible, impressive and I really felt like I was connected with my community. Incredible, I've been to nine out of 10 cow jams. The energy was through the roof, the most electric cow jam I've ever been to.